Life is hectic, so wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with Factor's chef-crafted and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. With over 35 options a week, including keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and more, they've got a variety that fits your lifestyle. Factor has restaurant-quality meals ready to heat and eat in just two minutes. They also have various easy options for the entire day, from breakfast to midday bites, smoothies, and more. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is a nutritious and delicious experience, and it won't break the bank. You can customize your meals by choosing 6 to 18 per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule deliveries anytime to fit your schedule. Factor meals are 100% hassle-free, giving you more time for what matters. Head to factormeals.com slash otherside50 and use the code otherside50 to get 50% off. That's code otherside50 at factormeals.com for 50% off your delicious, hassle-free meals. Hello, and welcome to our podcast, The Other Side NDE, where we talk about the fascinating phenomena of near-death experiences. These are more than just close calls. These are first-hand accounts of what people experienced dying, leaving the body, exploring another realm, and then returning to their body in order to share that experience with you. Every person that we interview and many of us listeners believe these accounts to be undeniably true experiences people had on the other side. If you enjoy listening to stories like these, make sure to check out our YouTube channel, The Other Side NDE, where we post two to three videos every week of people sharing their NDE stories. Hi there, my name is Daniel Berdichevsky. I'm 34 years old and I live in San Diego, California. I'm originally from Russia. I grew up in New York City, Arizona, and California. And um, today I'm gonna be sharing a near-death experience of mine, which occurred to me at age 19. It's only one of many spiritual experiences and paranormal experiences I've had throughout my life, which includes things like astral projection and things of that nature. But first, let me just give you the context as to how this all began. I um, was 19 years old and I had um, a medical condition of sorts where I was having very high blood pressure very rapid heart rate, palpitations, things of that nature, and um, just general feelings of fatigue and dizziness and a general sense of being unwell. And after going to one of the best doctors in my area actually, doing every test you can imagine, nothing came back to be really conclusive so I was just put on one medication after another because for whatever reason one would work for a while and then it would stop working and this process would continue over the course of five or six medications and so they didn't know what to do this doctor they were possibly considering getting a specialist or something but um they couldn't actually determine the root of what was causing the high blood pressure or the very fast heart rate. So I um, just tried to live however I could being in that miserable state. 
and my mom being very religious um, of Russian Orthodox, Russian Orthodoxy, it's kind of normal for her to travel to convents and monasteries for the purposes of getting away or for prayer or something of that nature. And because of my condition, she decided to take me along with her hundreds of miles away on the California-Oregon border. And in the hopes that I would get healed, she had people pray over me and things like that. So probably on the second or third day that I was there, it was about midday and I was feeling fatigued and worn out. So I had to go take a midday nap and we had these tiny little rooms to ourselves. And I went to go sleep in one of the rooms and just laying down, not even five minutes go by, not asleep at all. Just wide awake, staring at the ceiling. I start feeling like I'm crawling out of my body. Like I start feeling just suddenly that I'm crawling out of my chest and I pull myself out. And during when this is happening, I actually could hear my heartbeat and I could hear it slowly stopping until I heard the last beat. And approximately at that time, I just found myself on the ceiling staring down. And when this was happening, it felt extremely real, extremely solid, extremely lucid and fully conscious. And uh, it was extremely confusing because I couldn't figure out who I was looking at. I literally didn't know that that was me. And I didn't, it didn't even seem or feel abnormal to me that I was on the ceiling several feet in the air looking down. It just felt normal to me at that time for some reason. But I started to look around and I had my arms outstretched. They were light, but I could feel them and I could feel my legs too. I still felt like a body, but I noticed some very enhanced things. Like for example, I could see 360 degrees all around me. Like if I were to, and it's not even necessarily eyes. It's like more like I'm beaming my whole being all around me. And I noticed that I could see through the walls. And there was a bunch of monks praying at the church next door. And I looked through the wall to them. And not only did I hear the monks pray, I felt everything they were feeling. I felt the deep emotion, like I felt like that they were really trying to get in touch with God, like they were really, like truly, their heart was in the right place, their intention was pure as to trying to see God in that meditative prayer state. And I just remember looking at that and feeling appreciative that they were so genuine and, and I could feel their being. It's really hard to describe. So I morph kind of back into the, the ceiling 
And that's when it hit me that on the bed, that was me. The moment that realization came, I shot through the ceiling in a sense and, and felt a sensation that I will never forget. Indescribable. I always like to use the analogy of it being like a roller coaster when you're going on that first drop, except kind of in reverse because this was upward. Vacuum cleaner just sucked up into the air, right through the wall, right through the ceiling, super fast. And I remember like almost trying to catch my breath, but I didn't need to breathe. I wasn't in a body but I still felt like I was breathing kind of. I don't know, it's hard to explain. And so I find myself way up in the air. I mean, overlooking the Northwest, the Pacific Northwest, Northern California. I'm overlooking that entire region, probably several thousand feet in the air, more than that. And uh, I noticed all these little wildfires everywhere just everywhere these little fires and right when we came there at, at that time like 2007 8 there was thousands of lightning strikes in northern california a few days before and thousands of fires and there were tiny little fires everywhere and it looked so surreal it looked so odd just everything had a, a simulation-like quality to it, but not at the same time. But my, my attention was then focused elsewhere, and I fully, like, sort of fused my consciousness to a city. And I'm 99% sure it was San Francisco, a place I'm familiar with, and, uh... I started projecting my consciousness and it felt like tentacles like or neurons that were just attaching everything like I could see I could focus on one person but then it would split off into hundreds of others and I could feel everything they were feeling everything they were doing their whole being I could sense what they were sensing and their anxiety, and their pain, and their joy, and everything, and it was cohesive and oddly beautiful. And I did this for a while, it kind of felt like I was doing it for quite a long time, just moving about the city and feeling everyone's presence, and it felt like this organism, it had an organism-like quality to it, like each person was an individual cell and they're part of this collective unit sort of sensation so i moved away from there and i went higher into space and i'm very far above the whole earth now i could see it actually almost at a distance and i see the earth and it's shimmering with this sparkling crystalline sort of substance and I remember thinking to myself that it was beautiful and alive literally conscious and alive I could literally tell that it was aware of me and I was aware of it 
and that this rock that we call home is no rock at all. That this is a living, real, sentient being. And I could actually sense a sort of breathing sensation from this planet we call Earth. I could feel it actually. It looked like the sensation or the motion of breath. Okay, so I look a little closer, more carefully, and I noticed the breathing was labored. It was in distress, it was in discomfort, and I wanted to associate whatever this crystalline sort of structure, it looked like some kind of weird mesh spider's web. I don't know how to explain it. It almost looked like it shouldn't be there, but yet it should. And it's good that it's there, but at the same time, it's not good. I don't know how to explain it. And it's a labored breathing that it's feeling. And I remember feeling kind of worried and un uneasy that that was what was happening. And I went further out into space and I saw our Milky Way and it looked very similar to actually Hubble images, which is a bit odd because I know so many of those images are doctored and things of that nature and added coloring and definitely greater definition, but it looked very similar, very bright colors, very beautiful, radiant galaxy full of light and the universe as well, which is what I saw next, same sort of appearance. I subsequently ended up in the golden light. And this was an experience of indescribable proportions. I started noticing golden sparkles or being surrounded by these very, very bright golden sparkles. And I was eventually enveloped or infused in this sort of cloud-like light. It was this ethereal light mist. And it was humming, it was beautiful, it was like musical, it was singing. It was very real. It looked, it felt like home. It felt very familiar immediately. Still having the sensation of a body, but yet it's starting to dissipate at this point. I actually kind of went upside down and I flowed this way. Because remember, I'm going backwards, sort of, but my consciousness could see all around. But then, as I see the golden light, I sort of flip forward to observe the light, and no sense of a body anymore. It completely dissipated, and I became um, a form of consciousness. I remember distinctly, I had a dark blue color this radiant blue orb, very electrical, very alive. And it felt so pure to be in that condition. It felt so natural, so much more natural than being here. It was just the most perfected kind of version of my character, but I still sensed a sense of self like 
I still sensed like I was Dan, sort of, even though I had no relation to the earth anymore at that moment. At that moment, when I started facing the golden light, it felt like this existence on earth was an absolute minuscule, tiny, irrelevant little speck, like just, like you go in and you just like tap your toe in the water, that's it, and it's done. You don't jump in the ocean and swim around for days and days, no. This life felt like you just take your tiny little toe there, you dip it, and it's done. Like that, blink of an eye. Didn't care. Didn't care. What, whatever that was, it felt like eons ago. It felt like I was on Earth eons ago. Totally not relevant anymore. And uh, I felt this love from the light. I felt this love. And I knew. I knew everything I had ever done. And everything I will ever, that I ever will do for all of eternity, I will be loved and cherished exactly the same way. It will not deviate one bit. It will not change one bit. It will stay the same now and forever. Doesn't matter what circumstances I'm in or what I've done. That love is so powerful. It was a waterfall of endless love and beautiful, familiar, and real. So it basically directed me to another blue orb that I'm very familiar with. I couldn't put a name on the person, it just looked like a blue orb. And I knew this orb for eons, for timelessness, forever. It was like the closest family reunion. And in the meantime, uh, in no time, there's no time, it's felt completely zero. It felt static, it felt like suspended animation. It felt like total equilibrium, like where all things cancel out, where all things are zero. The realm of the absolute, where there is no context. In this mist, I actually felt the sensation of literally being as infinitely large or as infinitely small. There was no context, there was no contours, it, there was no dimension, there was no space. It was all cancelled out and balanced out, brought to equilibrium, brought to absolute zero, and I knew that. And I saw other orbs, and there were many different colors. I saw yellow, I saw white, pink, blue, velvet, red, all these different colored souls floating around in total freedom. They were in the greatest bliss and joy you could possibly imagine. It was such a fun place <laughs> to be. It was so playful, it was so childlike, it was so joyful, it was so absolutely natural to be there. <laughs> and, and this is why... Well, I'm not gonna get it. 
<laughs> All right, so this blue orb shows me. Remember how I just discussed everything balanced out, everything broken down and canceled out? Sort of similar, I'm, I'm observing a wheel, and this wheel is the Earth. But it's actually all the events of the Earth, past, present, and future, all of them occurring simultaneously. And it looked like a film reel, sort of. However, a film reel, like 8mm film, would go in one direction and then the light would project that film onto a screen. This was not like that. There was no one direction. All of this was in every direction. There was no distinction between a future event, a past event, a current event. It was all fused and moment into this singular moment. But I could still differentiate between what I perceived to be the past and the future, right? I sort of like kind of projected my consciousness into certain events that I was looking at. And I remember very clearly seeing a lot of the ancient past that you would think of, like definitely remember seeing chariots and Rome and Colosseums and the Roman Empire. Less in the past, like for example, the British Isles, Ireland and the kingdoms in those regions of the world and other places of the world with different, you know, ruling bodies and things of that nature. And I remember like thinking it's all this like just little blip of an existence and I'm looking at these rulers and they think they're so important. And what's that famous astronomer's name is? Carl Sagan. Carl Sagan is my buddy because he accidentally said the same exact thing when he talked about the famous speech of the pale blue dot, where all the kings and queens who think they're almighty, he's exactly right. He was spot on. That's exactly what I saw. They're like, oh, they're so important. Give me a break. <laughs> it felt like a joke. It's like, in our, we, who are the kings and queens of our day? Is it presidents? No, it's Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos. Those are who we worship, really. And um, I just remember seeing all these events play out on this wheel and no memory of the future. When I came back, I knew I know I remembered it then. And funny thing is, I've always been obsessed with trying to discover the future ever since then, uh, always scouring for potential future events. And I could I'm tying it back to that event, but it's not over yet. So after being shown this wheel of time, and this is why I keep thinking that it's always existed, because that's the impression. I was given or what I was seeing when observing this is that it's absolutely timeless. Its existence is eternal. This sort of pattern of events endlessly cycling through the ethereal realm forever. So, okay, so I then go back to the golden light and it speaks to me. And most near-death experiencers remember as clear as day 
what the light told them. It's like the most important part of their whole experience. I remember everything in absolute greatest detail of more than anything in my life, except for what the light told me and those future events. I remember it speaking to me very clearly and it was a very, it wasn't like a voice, but it was at the same time. So, okay, people talk about tel tel telepathy. That's not quite correct. It's, it's both a voice and not a voice at the same time, almost like a paradox, like everything is a paradox. It felt like that, as hard as that is to explain. And it told me that um, basically, I, I, I don't remember the words, but I sensed that I couldn't stay. And I was really upset, um, really upset, and I really wanted to stay. And it started sending me back through all the realms again, and I saw everything in reverse of what I saw like in a sequence, like almost like it was on purpose, where I was seeing the universe and then, you know, the galaxies and then the earth and then Northern California and slamming back into my body. After slamming back into my body, I came to and took a very heavy breath, like gasping for air like I didn't breathe for like 10 minutes and it felt like somebody took a sledgehammer and hit me as hard as they could in the chest. The pain was extraordinarily bad. It was agonizing and I just kind of sat up on the bed, dizzy, I'm walking around and the first thing I do is I look into a mirror. Why I do this? I'm not entirely sure, but I look into the mirror and I look pale as a ghost. I'm white. I have bags under my eyes and that was basically it. I did get healed after this. Several days later, my blood pressure went back to normal. I had no heart palpitations. I had no medical issues except for my lifelong asthma. but. Everything was fine. Everything was just fine. And I told my mom and brother who were there with me the experience almost like the next day or the very day, actually. And we even discussed it with one of the Orthodox priests later that night. So that's my experience, guys. I hope you like it.